I am a marijuana addict. I know I'm an addict because its use negatively impacts multiple areas of my life. I have tried to quit dozens of times, and there is a repeatable pattern to my abuse. I'm a young male in my early 30s and started smoking on and off in the second half of college. Then I cleaned up, but then I lived with someone who was a heavy smoker, and so I picked up a daily habit. It's been pretty much daily for the past five to seven years. The, uh, the time is really starting to fly by. I'm wasting my potential, and it's my own conscience that's telling me I have a problem. That's where I think Joe Rogan missed it when he was talking to Anna Lemke on his podcast recently. He said he was addicted to jiu-jitsu, to pool, but the thing is, your life isn't worse with endeavors like that. They are the pursuit of something that comes with the price of hard work. The endorphins and dopamine you produce accomplishing something in that field are endogenous, meaning your body made it. Taking a drug or consuming pornography is an external influence or catalyst. The best comparison I can make is with the use of steroids. You're taking something like Deanabol, Deca, or high doses of Anivar, and when your body recognizes the presence of those anabolic hormones, it shuts down production of testosterone. Then you need to take 300 to 600 milligrams of testosterone, something that otherwise would have been produced in your body naturally. When you shut off the steroids, your body doesn't just start back up with test production on its own. Excuse me, production on its own. It takes time, and the longer you use gear, the longer it will take your body to bounce back. That's what Anna Lemke was discussing, that the craving gremlins will continue to hang around and will actually pile in harder after abstinence. Your body needs a stress stimulus to produce dopamine on its own. If nothing in your life changes after quitting, meaning you don't add something challenging to your daily routine like an hour of meditation or serious exercise, your body won't have any reason to produce dopamine. The longer you go without dopamine, the worse your cravings. Society's limbic system has been hijacked by modern technological advances, but since the dawn of human existence, substance abuse has been present. It's warned against in all religions and religions, excuse me, and has destroyed countless lives. Pop, popular, I'm sorry guys, I'm making this because I'm fucking high, um, and I, I just can't seem to stop, and so it's like, okay, Jake, get this podcast going again, today's going to be your last day, um, anyway, so, sorry about that. Society's limbic system, my limbic system, has been hijacked by modern technological advances, but since the dawn of human existence, substance abuse has been present. Uh, it's warned against in all religions and has destroyed countless lives. Popular culture today makes it even more difficult to get clean. And you guys, I am struggling. Yeah. <laughs> Most people would say I have a fairly successful life. I'm a new homeowner in a good school district, and I teach elementary school, married to a pretty woman who works in a pediatric ICU. Uh, we own two cars, valued at about oh, four grand each, and uh, we've been able to follow our hobbies of hunting, shelling, triathlon, crocheting, uh, but it's my habit of smoking weed uh, that negatively impacts every one of those things that people call success. I mean, every one of those things, you guys, straight up, like buying this dumpy old house and how I've been fixing it, it's, yeah. My habit of weed negatively impacts every one of those things that people call success, and that is the crux of the matter. Sometimes other people might say you are not addicted uh, or you have loved ones in your life who like it when you smoke weed. That would be my wife. Um, but existence is motion. You're either growing or you're falling. I want to grow, but I have to admit now time is slipping away, and with every day comes a little of where I could I could be if I had my shit together. Uh, 
I think that should be like every day I lose a little of where I could be if I had my shit together. That's that's kind of what I mean. Um, my wife just came off her antidepressants after 15 years of use. I think she's on month four. And one of my big, biggest weaknesses is pushing her to do more to combat her depression. She has been doing it on her own. And what she needs is my unconditional love. What's more is she trusts me to be a leader for our family, but I jeopardize that every day by getting high. Um, my plan is to meditate and read the Bible more. I also hired a yoga coach for morning sessions uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and she's a beast. Also really good at uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I'll need to add something hard to my Tuesday, Thursdays, but the weekends are set because it's deer season. I always prided myself when I was a kid on not being addicted to anything. I know my dad was an alcoholic and so were my grandfathers, and I'd always look down on adults who couldn't function without coffee. Uh, but now, here I am, craving dopamine. I hope this podcast will inspire you to get clean, and I appreciate you following along and listening to my story, as well as some passage of literature that I find good for my soul. Jordan Peterson said, No one gets away with anything, ever, so take responsibility for your own life. And our Bible verse of the day, Proverbs 17, 17, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Hey, remember to find satisfaction in the struggle, and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.